Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena and I love to share good stories with you. Can you identify this sound? What did you hear? Yes, that's right. Water. The sound of water. The sound of water is part of our everyday lives. Water is important to us. Without it, we will not survive. In fact, you might already have learned at school that when babies are born, water makes up 75% of their bodies. And as we grow up and become adults, water makes up a little more than half of our bodies. That's right. Scientists who study the cells of organisms have discovered that our brains and hearts lungs and skin, muscles and kidneys, even our bones, are watery. So, when we get up in the morning to brush our teeth, wash our face, and drink a glass of water, we replenish and clean our bodies. If we think about it a bit more, we begin to realize that water is not only in us, but it is everywhere around us. From the vast oceans of our earth to the tiny invisible bits of it in the air we breathe. Where there is water, there is life. And where water is scarce, life struggles. Today's gospel story takes place in the lower Jordan River, the major river of Israel, which flows north to south through the length of the country before emptying into the Dead Sea. Jesus is on his way to the Jordan River. He knows that John the baptizer is there every day, preaching about God and baptizing people. People from everywhere come to hear John tell them to turn around and follow God's ways. Even the Jewish leaders from Jerusalem come to see what John is doing. The Jordan River flows rapidly down from the Sea of Galilee. It is not a deep river, and it is muddy. The people who come to it must really want to change if they are willing to be dunked into a muddy, fast-moving stream. It would take courage and a whole lot of trust for a person to go into water, thick with brown, swirling mud, to be baptized by John, especially if they are afraid of water. Like the little boy in today's Sunday story, who is afraid of water. He does not even like taking a bath. Then one day, while visiting his grandmother, she asks him what his favorite color is. Blue, he says. After that, strange things begin to happen. Let's listen to today's Sunday story.
Water Boy by David McPhail. You are water, the boy's teacher told him, mostly. This information fascinated the boy, though at the same time he found it a bit unsettling. He wondered what would happen to him. Would he dissolve in the rain or turn to ice in the winter? If his cat scratched him, would all the water leak out and leave him lying flat on the sidewalk like a punctured balloon? Ever since the bath water wrapped around his big toe and tried to pull him down the drain, the boy had been a reluctant bather. So he refused to take a bath at all. And when his mother asked why, he told her what the teacher had said. Water is part of all of us, his mother explained, trying to comfort him. It's a good thing. We cannot live without it. After that, the boy was less afraid, and though he did resume bathing, he clung to the sides of the tub the whole time. As the days went by, water became more and more like a friend to the boy. When it rained, he put on his boots and went outside to play in the puddles. And if it didn't rain, he would fill up his boots with water and slosh around the house until his mother told him to stop. The boy was visiting his grandmother when she asked him what his favorite color was. Blue, he replied. So she knitted him a sweater, the color of the ocean on a cloudless afternoon. He wore it nearly every day. Strange things began to happen. One evening, as he was helping with the dishes, the water from the faucet curled into letters that spelled his name. As he walked along the beach near his home, the sea birds encircled the boy and brought him treasures. When he stood on the cliffs, the waves sang to him. In the bath, the boy could push all the water to one end of the tub where it would stay until he nodded his head. It was a trick that came in handy on a school field trip to a world-famous waterfall when a little dog fell into the water and was in danger of being swept away. And at the pond in the park, when his sailboat tipped over and began to sink, a water spout picked it up, carried it back across the pond, and gently placed it at the boy's feet. The boys spent a lot of time practicing water tricks. After much trial and error, he was able to toss water from a glass and have it come snapping back like a yo-yo. But the boy's favorite trick was to balance a drop of water on the tip of his finger. When he held it up close, he could see everything that lay at the bottom of the ocean. The boy discovered that he could squeeze gallons of rainwater into an old baby food jar. He placed the jar on his windowsill so the water could absorb energy from the sun. He conducted experiments. The boy found that just one drop of water from the jar could clear up a bottle of the densest ink. 
raindrops could clean a large mud puddle. He took the jar to school one day to demonstrate the water's strange power. On his way home, the boy was crossing a bridge when he heard a voice calling for help. The boy looked around. He was alone. Then he heard the cry again. He looked over the side of the bridge. There was no one there. The cry was from the river, begging to be made clean. The boy removed the jar from his school bag and carefully poured out one gleaming drop. When it splashed into the water, that single drop formed a sparkling blue ring that rippled steadily outward. The boy poured another drop, then another. Now the shimmering ripples reached from bank to bank. Slowly, the boy emptied out the entire jar and watched as the river ran clear all the way to the ocean and beyond. Later, as the boy walked along the shore, a bottle washed up at his feet. Inside the bottle was a note with his name on it. Thank you, the note said. The boy slipped the note into his pocket and continued on home. His bath would be waiting. When, like the teacher in today's Sunday story, I mentioned that we are mostly water, did you feel a bit unsettled, like the boy? Did you wonder that you might dissolve in the rain or turn to ice on a cold winter day? Or did knowing that you are mostly water actually help you to feel closer to the water? We may never gain the special closeness that the boy in today's Sunday story and the water have with each other, but we are by the water of our baptism brought closer to God. In fact, because of Jesus' own baptism, we become the sons and daughters of God. In a mysterious way, the water makes it all possible. I love today's Sunday's story because it reminds me that we are as close to God as the boy is to water. When we, like the boy, let go of our fear or whatever may prevent us from getting to know God, that is when we will discover the mysterious beauty of God's love all around us, just like the boy discovers the beauty of the water all around him. Will we be able to hold a drop of water on our fingertip and see the ocean? In our mind's eye, perhaps. Will we push all the water to one end of the tub and hold it there? In our imagination, we will. Will we clear up a bottle of ink with just one drop of water? Perhaps one day we will discover a way to do this. But possessing these abilities is not the point. The point in today's Sunday story is that once the boy turns away from his fear and toward water, a wonderful relationship forms, an everlasting bond between the boy and the water. This is what Jesus makes possible for us when he allows John the baptizer to baptize him in the muddy water of the Jordan River. As he approaches the river, 
Jesus hears people ask John who he is. I am preparing the way for someone coming from God who will be greater, John says. I baptize with water, but the one God sends will baptize with the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus gets to where John is baptizing people, he gets in line with everyone else. When it's his turn, John stops. I should be baptized by you, he says, but you come to be baptized by me? Baptize me now, Jesus says. This is important to God's plan for me. So, John dips Jesus down into the river until the water covers him. But Jesus' baptism is different than anyone else's. As he comes up out of the water, the Spirit of God comes and says, This is my Son. I love him dearly. He makes me happy. Jesus' baptism signifies the bond between God and his son Jesus. And by our baptism, we too have this bond. And through this bond, God shares with us the love that lives within him. This love is not just a feeling or an attitude on God's part, but flows within God and out from God like living water to us. Let us pray. Gracious God of new beginnings, in the waters of baptism, we receive your Holy Spirit and become one with Jesus. Help us to live as children of God, filled with your heavenly love, so that all the people and creatures of earth may live happily as one family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church, North Hills, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 